Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Rambling Viking Podcast. I, uh, <clears throat> in today's edition, we are talking about Tiger King. It's another installment of my Tiger King series where I sit down with certain friends of mine and different people that I know to try and get a variety of perspectives on the phenomenon that is Tiger King and everything that surrounds it. So today I've brought on uh, always listener, frequent emailer, Connor. Um, Connor, thank you for taking the time to be oh, here. Thanks for asking me. Really appreciate it. Of course. You're, you know, those of you who may not know, um, Connor is somebody I consider to, and you may not know this, I think about you, but you, you're pretty cr- And especially when it comes to like quirky off the wall type creative, like not like, oh, I thought of this really cool paint job for my car it's like hey i thought of a really funny way you could shave a raccoon to make it look like you know the, the make it look like colonel sanders and you're like what the way you're like yeah i was just bored i just started thinking about stuff yeah that is something yeah that's right up my alley that's there's no doubt about that yeah anyways <laughs> Let's let's go ahead and jump into it, and this is going to be uh, mostly you. I'm just going to kind of be directing it. So, <clears throat> let's start with like initial reaction and overall uh, reaction to like just give me your thoughts on Tiger King, like kind of that moment once you finished it, and then and then on after, like what what was going through your brain? Well, the thing that's so crazy about this whole show, this whole thing, no one in it I consider a good person. Like, even a half-decent person, really. I mean, these are all terrible, polygamous, crazy people. I mean, that's just what they are. And yet, I don't think anyone can, uh, could stop watching, could say that they weren't interested in what was going on. I mean, all of these people have huge... I mean, they make so much money on, you know, Joe, Jeff, uh, Doc, all of them. Make huge amounts of money because there is no one that wouldn't want to hang out with a tiger. I mean, it's just such a crazy concept. So the show, the show was well done, very well recorded and uh, presented, and all of that. But wow, just I don't know why I enjoy so much watching a bunch of not that great people all interact with each other. Other than it's just so fascinating, it's crazy. I I think that's pretty spot on, honestly. <laughs> that's it's, that's I think that's how most people should feel when they finish it, and most people hopefully feel that way yeah. because I mean, you kind of hit the nail on the head. I think it's that like visceral, like like inner, like instinctual enjoyment that like. I think of the literally my first thought when you're talking about like I don't know why I enjoyed it is it's, it's kind of like the gladiators right like yeah I mean that's a in good, some way like that's a good it was it was literal human lives being destroyed killed being toyed with and people were all yeah. about it and honestly looking like looking back on it it is one of those things where you're like oh it's intriguing it's almost like not quite a vice or guilty pleasure, but just kind of like no. this thing where we don't understand why we like it, but we, what we, all we yeah. know is we like it. I mean, uh, my wife, she has a coworker where she actually went down to the GW zoo long, long ago and took her kid. Mm-hmm. There. And she's, she's then watching this, you know, tiger King documentary. Like, Oh my gosh, all this was going on. This is so insane. I mean, my son, that's still his favorite photo of him and the baby tiger. And all I could think was, I'm pretty sure that's everyone's favorite photo. And that's what kind Absolutely. of is causing all of this. Absolutely. That's everyone's favorite I, I mean, photo. My, my family went there in 2012 and we didn't, we didn't do the t- cub petting because I will say it is extra. You get like you can do like the full blown tour. You see all the tigers, animals, and yeah. yada yada yada, and they'll show you like some baby skunks and, and some like cute animals at the end. But then it's like if you wanted to do cub petting, it's like extra. And we were like, eh, not really worth yeah, it. Fair. We're good. And but at the same time, like that, I mean, it's super alluring. You're in the middle of Oklahoma. And you're like, wait a minute, I can go see like tigers like up close. Like we saw a guy get peed on through the cage. <laughs> 
He didn't move. He didn't move. Like there was a group of like eight of them, and this this big cat was kind of next to the cage. And I mean, there's there's like a hard gap, like it's a double tiered cage, so you yeah. can't get right up to the cage. But you're, it's only like three feet, and I mean, this this cat just turns around and raises its tail and everybody, everybody knew what that meant. They all, okay, I know what this means. And like, you see everyone just scatter like roaches and except this one oblivious dude who's just standing there like, la la la. And this cat just starts whizzing and just (laughs) got some on him. He was upset. And, but then all, what they said is we warned you at the beginning, which they do. They gave you a big disclaimer. You know, you're going to be close. You may get peed on. You may whatever. Cause you're going to be really, you know, you're going to be fairly close to these animals. Yeah. Yeah. And saw a guy um, have poop thrown at him by a chimp. That was hilarious. Wow, that is funny. <laughs> it was crazy. But enough about that. So uh, okay. I definitely think that's that's very accurate reaction. Yeah. Um, what <laughs> what what kind of conclusions did you come come to from the show? Like, uh, so when I when I talk conclusions, I mean obviously there's the there's the question that everybody I think is kind of in agreement on, but also everyone is asking is, you know, did Carol kill her husband? But then there's also the, the question of, should Joe be in jail for the amount of time? Like, do you think he was guilty? Do you think the hitman was a legit thing? Do you think it was kind of staged? Like, give me all your thoughts. Okay. Well, as far as Joe goes, the thing that I think is really tough with uh, hiring the hiring of the hitman specifically, that's the charge I want to specifically talk about because he's such a crazy and... I mean, I don't want to set, call him dumb, but, you know, crazy off-the-wall person that just says whatever comes to his mind. I don't know how you prove what's an actual threat and what's not, what he means, like, to really happen, or we just kind of wish it happened. So I don't know how you can say that he was obviously guilty or not guilty of that. I mean, it's just such a tough thing to try and figure out whenever you have someone who literally just keeps talking and Mm -hmm. i mean all the other you know animal rights charges all of that kind of stuff that seems pretty cut and dry to me i mean he seems very guilty of all of that and probably quite a bit more um as far as uh oh carol tell me this tell me this did you ever like did you like her or were you suspicious from the start Oh, no, I was never a fan because the first time they showed um, her, whatever it was, sanctuary is what she called it. Uh-huh. All I could think was this looks so similar to the zoo. I'm not sure how mm-hmm. it's not just a zoo because she said they all have their own individual habitat behind a cage, which I, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but that sure sounds like what they do at a zoo. So mm-hmm. how is she so- saying that hers is better? <laughs> but it's still a zoo. So I've I've gotten a little information on the difference. Okay. And I, I definitely agree with you, and that's a lot of people's complaint. So really it's just kind of a for the most part, it's just a technicality. So <laughs> they and and, techn- and by that I mean a san- what makes a sanctuary is there's no physical contact with the okay. tigers. I wondered at all. if there was so no like, cubs. You, you saw like how they fed them okay. and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. So and then on top of that, there's obviously no breeding, but I mean like they like do not touch the animals or interact with the animals at all, supposedly. Okay, um, yeah. And that's what that's what that's what differs like a zoo from a sanctuary because a zoo, sure. like they have the zookeepers who go in there and like, yeah. I mean, you yeah, somewhat handle them, but but and, and so to me, it's kind of a fine line. But that's really that the is, big difference between a sanctuary. Okay, that is a real fine but line. In a lot of Maybe ways. she's not expo- mm-hmm. exploiting it quite as bad. But even then, whenever you have. However many, how many volunteers did she have every time? And they had oh, a tier system that if you're with her mm-hmm. for five years, then you get a special shirt and she might actually know your name. Like, right. this is, oh, even that is crazy. But as far as her killing her husband, I lean towards yes. But, I mean, uh, once again, if there's no physical evidence, then I guess I don't know how you could convict her ever um so while i think she did it i also don't think that she's going to be able to you know be sentenced unless they find something else i mean and who knows like nothing's going to come no 
no. outside she might be shamed publicly but even so it's like i mean really you avoid that by just i don't know not yeah. going online exactly so and yeah that, and, that's, I, and, I, and i and i've had conversation with people where they were like well you know i don't think it's good to be to like sit here and say either way because there's no there's no evidence and so i'm just basing off the facts and i said i'm not talking on like a criminal basis i'm just saying yeah what do you personally think like like it's a it's a fun to think about you know yeah it's one of those like everybody's chiming in so got an opinion all right of course. You're going to go with yes. I, I kind of I kind of played a little safe, and I just say, look, I think there's definite foul play there and that she is not just free and clear and that he just disappeared. And I also don't think – the more I think about it, the less I think that he somehow made the perfect escape to Costa Rica because uh, yeah. there's so much money left behind. I know. It would have been one thing if there was like a couple mil left, but it sounds like basically his entire known fortune. And even if he had a little side fortune, it's like – I don't. I don't know. I would. I would. I would somehow I would agree. Like... If you take off for Costa Rica, you're taking most of it, if not all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like at least, at the least, I'm probably taking half. Yeah, and it's going to be systematically done over the course of however many years, and it's going to be probably under a false name sure. and all this stuff, so I can pull it out when I get there. But there, there's just so many, so many question marks around here that I don't know. I'm just like, look, something, something, something happened. happened. I agree with you. Yeah, I don't necessarily go as far as like she fed him to the tigers. Like, can't really speak to that necessarily. <laughs> no, I can't I think, say I that at all. Foul play on her part. Now that'll never be proved, and she'll get to you know be a free one to her grave. And so, yeah, yeah I agree. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um. So other, I guess it was kind of it. Um. Just uh, any other thoughts you have towards the show so i i mean you said it was very well done i agree with you i think it's one yeah. of the, i think it's like top five docuseries just general period because yeah. to me to me a lot of times with docuseries and documentaries they build a certain i mean they kind of they they, they yeah they try and lay out the facts but it's almost inevitable that they're, they're gonna kind of try and play it in some way where oh, it's like they make you like this side and all of a sudden they flip it at the end and then you're a little bit confused, but then they still have a general, like a, yeah, a, a little bit of, of a course they have what route. they're trying to tell this, too. I mean, they're, and they're here to this tell this one is what it is. Mm-hmm. And this one to me though, they were just like, yeah, we're not gonna, we can't take any side on well, this. Like the thing is with this, off. you don't really have to that much. Everything's so crazy. Everyone's doing all kinds of, I mean, terrible things. You don't have to really try and tell a story. You're just like, hey, this is happening. This is insane. Yeah. What do you guys think? My favorite thing about the whole documentary idea was, though, you know how Joe had his own you know, internet TV show. So he had a camera people right. filming him for that. And then Rick came in, was filming, uh, you know, filming Joe and the camera people for his, you know, network TV show. But then you have to think about it. This documentary came out and was filming Rick's people, filming his people. So there was people filming the people, filming the people that were filming Joe at one point. That is crazy that you had a triple filming section. You know, I, I only thought about that to the second degree. I never thought about that that deeply, but... Yeah. yeah, the moment they found out all that footage got burned, I'm like, well, where are they getting all this footage? It's they're pulling what f- was from online and then uh-huh. what they were shooting. And I was like, oh yes. my gosh, I can't even believe. How many how many layers is too deep? Five. It's so crazy. <laughs> that is bonkers. Because anytime you know that the story must be insane if you have fe- people filming the people filming the people filming the people that's happening to. I mean, that's where oh, you know that yeah. this is crazy. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's talk. Let's talk um, characters, and let's go. So we're gonna do favorite character, least favorite character, flip flop character is what I'm calling the other one. That's basically your opinion change, and it can go either way. It can go positive to negative, negative to positive, and then. We'll cap it off with if you had to choose one person from the series to go have a casual dinner with. Oh, okay. Who would it be? And so we'll, we'll start. We'll start. We'll start with the easy stuff. Favorite and least favorite characters. 
Okay. Favorite and least favorite. Oh, no. I can't remember the guy's name now. Um, uh, describe no me. I got you. Rinky. Rinky. John Rinky. Yeah, he, I believe, is my favorite because he just lets it go. Uh, and he lost his legs not even from a tiger accident. He just was hang gliding, messed up his leg, and then just kept walking on the legs until they had to mm-hmm. amputate him. I, I respect yep. that. Well done, sir. Um, yeah, you should listen. Wandry did a whole little mini podcast series on Joe Exotic, and uh, they did an interview with Rinky about all about his legs in depth. It is, it's wild. It's I wild. believe it's wow. Um, least but, favorite. Oh, wow. <laughs> Let's see here. Uh, not a big fan of old Jeff Lowe. Um, I don't know if he's my least favorite though. Um, well, I mean, this one, there's a lot of people to not like on this show. So there's like, several, if you got it, uh, you have to do like top three or, or, yeah. or two. Well, but, I was, yeah, it's Jeff, Joe are probably the least favorites. Um, doc and then doc. Those are the three. Cause Joe, he he was just too much for me from the jump before I even knew all of the terrible things he did. <laughs> and then Jeff, once again, he hit me as, I don't know about this fella here. I'm not a fan. And then, you know, it just got progressively worse, of course. And Doc, oh, he yeah. hasn't done anything necessarily like those guys to make me not like him. It's just, I don't trust him at all. Oh, you can't. You he's, can't. He's, he's smart. So calculated. He's smart. What's different about him than the rest of them? Like he is really. He's found smart, a good balance with his of, Right, and he's he's found a good balance of how do I channel equally channel like my intellectual, like logical, like side, and then my tiger crazy yes. side. And he's yes. found a, he's found like a good blend on how to make it work. And I, my my favorite thing about Doc is like. He gets. It's like, oh, you, you, uh, you, young girl looking for some exciting work. Come out to Doc Annals. He'll give you a new name, new boobs, and put you up in a nice house. <laughs> it is just crazy. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. Those are my. Those guys are all tied for the bottom of the barrel. Nice, nice. Now, who's your flip flop? This might be another. So, who did you start maybe liking or? maybe not think was, you know, think was innocuous and then you ended up not liking or vice versa. You, you, you started out and you're like, I don't like you. But by the end, you're like, you know, I think I could get behind you. I'm sun level if I had to. Kind of yeah. Let's see. Um, I didn't hate, I honestly didn't hate Jeff at first, you know, at very first, like, you know, it took uh-huh. two minutes for it to change, but <laughs> But the initially you're like, oh, the guy's coming in to save the zoo. The guy's like, coming in to save like, the I mean, zoo. He, Very cool. He's wearing wicked awesome affliction shirts. That's great. Those motorcycle jackets. Style. Yeah, and he goes to Vegas. All right, that's cool. Vegas is cool. And then immediately it it really went downhill to where he's now bottom of the bear. But wow, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, so two minutes of liking a person might have been about the most. Of any sort of real main character. Well, it sounds like, I mean, I don't know if he necessarily immediately went to bottom of the barrel at that point, no. but that's where he's ended no, up. No, he got there quick. He, it was. It didn't take him long. Yeah. <laughs> it was a dive. It was a kamikaze dive bomb. Definitely. Oh, very much so. Mm-hmm. Okay. So go Jeff Lowe on two fronts then. And then lastly, yeah. if you had to go to dinner with one of these people, who would it be? Oh. Man, okay. This can go a couple different ways. Because if you just go with Rinky, I think you'll have an all right time. He'll tell you about all mm-hmm. the cool uh, different paintings of his legs he's got going on. But I think the thing to do would be go down to Miami and talk to real-life Scarface. Have a dinner with him. <laughs> that, I think, is the yeah. move. Because you never well, know what Rinky- you're going to be eating. You don't know anything. He's going to tell all mm-hmm. kind of crazy stories where you just got to back up like, whoa, big fella. All right. 
that that'll be something you remember for a while. So that's my vote. That'll that'll be a that'll be a take to the grave, include my yeah. obituary type story. Yeah. It'll break you like, yeah, it'll be it'll be chill and casual. You'll probably just yeah. see a golden corral at at Scarface's yes. though. You're gonna be probably eating at a mansion or some crazy restaurant and uh-huh. just And he's probably threatening it, the chef and I mean it's it's quite right. a bit and it's I mean, yeah, it's something to remember. <laughs> and I, you know, it's funny that the former like real life Scarface is the guy that people are like, ah, he seems like to he's, he's like top five most reasonable people on this show. Yeah. And who I would feel comfortable he really is. Just and being he, around. Yeah. That's real bad. Whenever that's, that's where you're at. Like, you know, Scarface, he's not too shabby. Really. When you look around the room, Oh, he's, he's, he's moved on. Yeah. You know, he doesn't, he, he's not, he's not in the necktie business anymore. He's, <laughs> you know, he just he just likes his tigers now. Yeah, he's just living a quaint life in Miami in a mansion. Yeah, you know? and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but does he even like let the public into his? Uh, um, not at it? first, and then it was like they he did for like a brief moment. Like it's all I honestly yeah. remember are like two little clips. So he did, but he was extremely limited. Yeah, that's kind of what I thought, and so that's another one. Hey, he's not out here trying to exploit anything. He's just likes tigers. Mm-hmm. And so, okay, I guess. I guess. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if anybody. I'll if anybody. So, now, I just kind of want to get your thoughts on, across the board on, uh, you want to give me some mini breakdowns. Uh, you kind of already done it on Carol, Doc, Joe, um, Tell me what you think about James Garrison, the the federal informant who, you know, kind of acts a little high and mighty. But go ahead. Well, he's one of those classic people letting about the least amount of power go the most to their head. <laughs> he struck me as that. Like, oh, I have all this power. Well, calm down, Craig. You're the night manager in an office depot. Like, calm it down. <laughs> That's kind of what it felt like to me, and he—he—he he, he really. I mean, he's a pretty slimy guy, in a very slimy I, world, which is tough. Yeah, but he. That, I mean, what well, he's like the—they he, call. I love how they just call him business owner because he like what manages a strip yes. club or owned or used to, and then now he runs. What does he call it? A, he calls it a liquidation store, but like, uh, yeah, you know, to me he. He's like, oh yeah, all the feds had on me was you know just some some BS charge about this exotic animal, this yeah. is my lemur that I have, and I was like, no man, they have no, a no, whole no. rack of charges on all your they illegal have a dealings. Lot. Yes, there's no way. Mm-hmm. It's just that. Yeah, he's he's the worst, and I. <laughs> what I really try and imagine though is is like with this whole jet ski scene, like was he all into it? Like how do they pitch that to him? That's my question. I don't know. How, because maybe maybe it's just you know he thought he was all big and bad and so he thought maybe it was you cool. Gotta wonder but if maybe I he know. really enjoyed it. Maybe he thought it was awesome. I I don't know. I mean, jet skis are fun. Sure. I don't know. I just looked at that and I was like, anytime you have to be jet skiing in cargo shorts, yeah, and a t-shirt, it's like, that's, are you really doing it? Yeah, that's a that's tough personal. Thing. <laughs> all right, who do you think? <clears throat> give me your thoughts on Rick Kirkham. He's the TV television show producer. You know, I think he is someone who would do anything for the story, or at least used to. I guess I don't know. I can't say now, but I think he's someone who would do anything for the story and doesn't really care what he's watching. All he sees is the dollar signs. So the crazier the stuff happens, the more, you know, chings that he sees going through the cash register. Like that's quite that's how oh, yeah. he struck me is I'm here for the money and I'm not gonna forget about the money. You do whatever you want, yeah. but the money. <laughs> that that's money, how, money, that, money. Yeah, that's about as far as it went with me. I'm like, okay, he just is here for the money. The story equals the money. Got it. Mm-hmm. So what do you make of his now his almost 
remorseful attitude where he talks about, I gave up my journalistic ethics. I, you know, looking back, like I should have stopped myself sooner. Like what, what do you, what do you make of that? Well, part of me thinks he probably does feel that sometimes. And also part of me is like, you know, this will play better for my newfound fame, which is once (laughs) again about the money. So I don't know. It depends on the mood on if you're half glass half full or half empty that day. But I think those are really the only two. Like, I'm sure a little part of him is like, man, I can't believe I let it go this far. But a lot of him's like, well, this will look better. So I better save this. I see it. I see it as a little bit of a junkie. He was just a money junkie, though. And, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's honestly for junkie for, for a lot of junkies to realize they they have a problem in whatever substance it may be. They, they have to get so deep down that rabbit hole and like get to real rock bottom before before they can really be sobered into saying oh what am i doing and i kind of think that's that was his situation but i i i definitely think he just plays angles i i honestly think he's sitting here playing like he is really playing it up the whole regret and remorse thing he's like i had to move to norway to get away from it it's like no i think you just wanted to move to i well, they casually drop in. Yeah, he got a Norwegian girlfriend, and they moved to Norway. And now they're married. I'm like, uh, oh, I don't. So you were just moving there anyway. You were just looking. Yeah, for the, you're just now he, using it. Yeah. The line he uses though is, "I I tried to go across the world to get away from this. It traumatized me so much. It's like, no, man. I mean, no. you kind of had a Norwegian girlfriend that you got engaged to, and she convinced you to move to Norway, and then you all. But at the at the same time, I think part of it, but like. He just, I don't know, the whole time I just see him, I was like, yeah, this guy, this guy is just playing the angles. Um, oh, yeah. No, he, yeah. That's who you are. <laughs> Absolutely. What do you make of Howard Baskin? I really feel like we're missing an episode on Howard Baskin. Like, mm-hmm. I need to know quite a bit more about that guy. Like, yeah, you're married to this girl. Yeah, she Mm -hmm. may or may not have killed her old husband. We don't really know. Uh, But you're just, you're good with it? And you're just hanging out? Like, I don't know. There's, there's, I'm telling you, I don't know what it is. Um, All I know is I think we're missing an episode on Howard Baskin specifically. (laughs) I don't think we got Um, even half the details. Have you heard about his education that he, he got his MBA from Harvard Business? And he, what was he? He worked with startups and helped them with their, was it for their financial planning or something at some point? So, like, very, very book, book smart guy. Yeah, um, and I, you can tell that from the, from the series. I don't think mm-hmm. he, I never, I never thought he was a dummy by any means. But I, no, but he's definitely crazy There's, on some level. There's something else there is all I know. (laughs) Okay. Kind of already broke down Doc. Yeah. I don't know if we need any more on that. If you have anything to add on, let me look through my character list real quick. But, I mean, I I pretty much agree with most of what you're saying. Yeah. It's just, this whole thing is just so crazy that there's so much. (sighs) Um, hmm. Oh, what do you think of Josh Dial, the campaign manager? Okay. I think, I don't think he's all that intelligent, honestly. (laughs) Um, I'm not saying he's dumb, but I'm, like, he's a political science, he had a political science degree, right? And then, yeah, and I think he was managing managing the ammo section of a Walmart. Oh, that's because right. he kept and he seeing knew Joe, Joe because Joe, Joe bought, ammo. Did bought nothing but ammo over and over. And in classic Joe fashion, he's like, hey, you want to run my campaign? And he was like, sure, I would love to do that. But instead of me, but anything before this, I'm not interning at, you know, the mayor's office or even at a congressman's campaign. I'm not doing any of that. I'm just working at Walmart. I don't... Mm-hmm. I'm thinking either you tried to intern and no one wanted you, or maybe you did intern for a little bit and 
everyone was like, wow, this guy is awful. We don't need to bring him <laughs> on. I, I just, I don't believe you that you're like, that's my dream job. I want to do that someday. But now, now I'm just going to work at Walmart and I'm not going to mention any of my other attempts to work towards my dream job. Either it's not your dream job <laughs> or you're not very good and you're not getting your dream job. That's, yeah, that's you're my keeping real, it real high dream and low job. for him. Yeah, I'm I'm with you there. And honestly, the more that I have like gone over the show and talked to people about the show, the less I like him. He's actually come to be one of my least favorite characters because you're like he's kind of an outsider in the situation and it got into it in kind of a quirky way. But I'm like Yeah, but there's clearly I think there's clearly more context that needs to be had as far as like Agreed. like you said. I mean you're spot with with did he even try what's going on here yeah and, i don't know i came i came to it as like this guy just has very poor judgment because <laughs> it's one thing to like get in get involved but then you know in 2016 for kind of a joke presidential race because then it's a funny story like that's a funny story yeah. to tell around the campfire sure. or whatever. like hey you want to hear about the time i campaign managed for this for this type for and, joe exotic like and that's all for president, but well you- but you stayed after that they st- stayed for 2018 and and all knowing full well that i don't think in any way that's going to be a resume booster no not at all like that you even, can't even if you that. don't really have a resume and you don't have any experience or you have some negative experience that like things didn't go well i tried volunteering or intern at this place and it didn't go well well yeah and it's like oh and then i tried to manage joe exotic's campaign it's like yeah bro you need to not yeah. go into politics but okay, yeah. that's about how I felt. Um, how about his two? Well, I guess he's had three in total. Let's just talk about the straight husband situation. Sure. What do you What do you make of that? They're all well. I mean, it, the show comes out and tell you they're all. They were at least all meth addicts. I mean, mm-hmm. and I cannot imagine being a being addicted to something so enticing to where I'm like, you know what. I'm a straight man, but for some meth, this weird dude <laughs> with the mullet, eh, I I mean, meth must be a, just incredibly powerful is all I can think. Meth and tigers. Don't forget the tigers. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's a whole other, you know. That's a combo, kind of man. You yeah. want the meth-tiger combo <laughs> with the side of explosive and guns? All right, you got it. Yeah. I mean... I I don't know. I mean, just young, dumb drug addicts is what it is. And Mm -hmm. I mean, you see people being victimized all the time by drugs and, you know, older people taking advantage of them. You just don't see it like this. That's so different, man. Well, when you have the drugs and the tigers and just the right amount of charisma, uh, (laughs) we see you can... You can kind of will your way into some crazy that's, stuff. That's proven time and time again. Tale as old as time. All right. <laughs> so let's shift gears and let's start talking Hollywood adaptation. Sure. Who would you cast? Let's lead the lead character. Who you got for Joe Exotic? Okay. I got two ways. Depends on the kind of mood we're feeling for the film. Because it's got to. Okay. We if can you're do looking this. for. Pure comedy, I think David Spade's probably your guy. I mean, this okay. is just a form of Joe Dirt. Yeah, it really I mean, is. Yeah. Joe Dirt's and cousin. Yeah, exactly. But if you're looking to have some dramatic beats in there and some actual real solid full range acting, my idea, and I've seen it online, I think, a time or two, maybe someone like Rob Lowe, he's got a decent oh, resume. My gosh. And I think he can go and maybe handle that. I think that'd be all right. Not, not come across Rob Lowe. I like that though. That's a different answer. Yeah. I like, I like that Rob Lowe. I'm going to add that to my list. Okay. So I'm with it. So basically we're going to be working off of that premise where if we're going pure comedy, you'll have a cast and this may not be true for everybody, but maybe not, but for, at least you for know, a few more, of them. Yeah. Yeah. More full range, like, Full form acting, exactly. You know, yeah. we'll have those characters. Okay, good to know. So, uh, that's Joe. Who do you have for Doc Antle? All right, this is another one that I have a uh, little more serious and a little more comedy. If you're looking for comedy, you, 
I'm kind of thinking maybe John C. Riley. Mm-hmm. That's kind of who oh, I yeah. see there for if you're looking for him a good or lab. Will Ferrell. Yeah, either one of them. I had both of them down. I didn't know which one really, but either one of them could probably do it and make it an, an, an enjoyable experience. Um, oh, it'd be hilarious. Once again, if you're going full range, I'm thinking Ron Perlman. If you know hmm. who he is, uh, let's see. Google. He was. Yeah, Hellboy. He was in uh, Sons of Anarchy. Oh, oh my gosh! Yeah, okay, I'm with that. That's who Ron I'm thinking. Perlman, yeah, he could really do it. Just for a um, a funny, like almost identical <laughs> or very close um, in terms of looks. Uh, one I came across the other day is John Travolta. Oh, Travolta would not be Cause bad because he's, cause he's yeah. literally had that look. Ponytail, soul patch. You're right. And like, <laughs> their face and head shape are, ki- are pretty They're identical. similar it's enough. Awesome. Yeah, wow. That's mm. kind of crazy. That's a good one. Yeah. I think he was my my ultimately my pick. I don't remember exactly. All right. Who, like who are you casting for Carol? All right. Carol, I can only think of one person. And I sadly mm-hmm. don't remember her last name. It's Wendy. Um, oh yeah, hyphenated last Reno nine one one girl. Yeah, Reno nine one one. Uh, the Goldbergs. It's her. Yeah, I mean, it's just who it is. I, I can't look anywhere past it. That's all I have for for Carol. I I think I mean I think she nails that part. And I didn't realize this, so. but she's been on like TV, either cable or network TV since '03. Every year, what? Yeah, she was in Reno nine one one till from '03 to like '09. Then she was in Rules of Engagement. Uh-huh. With David Spade oh. from like oh nine to thirteen, then it's been Goldberg since. Oh my gosh, Just she's out here making it. moves. Crushing! Jeez, it. I didn't realize. I mean, I knew I Reno nine one one and Goldbergs, but I didn't yeah. realize it was that much of a streak. Shout out Just to her, crushing it. All right, what about Howard Baskin? All right, Howard. Really, don't have much of a comedy angle with him because he's just a bizarre person, and I don't know if I can. But anyway, um, let's see. I had his name is John Greer. He was the okay. villain and person of interest. He just has the face, and it kind of terrifies me just in general. Um, let's see. Oh my gosh. Oh, wait, hold on. That's not right. John Greer? I believe that's his name. I might be wrong. I can't. Let me see if person I can pull up my notes, but I don't want to. Greer. Or is it John John Nolan? John plays Nolan, Greer, sorry. Right? Yes. Okay. Yes, that's right. Oh, I like it. Yeah, he, that's fitting. To say yes. that the, really the, the what most people are saying are going to is Jeff Goldblum, but I I mean this guy works. Yeah, Maybe Goldblum. I mean that's definitely obviously a whole lot more star power, and I have no problem with yeah. Goldblum. I think he could do it, but. That's just who always popped in my head every time I mm-hmm. saw John Nolan. And that's totally fair. I could see that, yeah. What about, let's get into uh, Joe's husband's, uh, John Finley, the shirtless tatted one. Okay. See, these guys, I was having a tough time. I'm not sure if mm-hmm. I really have a great person for, honestly, any of them. Um, well, I... Go ahead, and I might, I might, I have a couple of suggestions that I think you would really enjoy. So yeah, go ahead. I can't think of who I have right now. Uh, give me a suggestion; it might ring my ring my bell. All right. So, in terms of popularity, from what I've seen online, a lot of people are going to Channing Tatum, but I've I've landed on Dave Bautista, Drax from yeah, Guardians no, of the Galaxy. I'm aware of who Dave Bautista is? Yeah, that's to go. <laughs> To go full blown, like if we're going full blown comedy mode here, and people and someone said like, "Oh, he's way too beefy," that has to slim down. I said, "No, keep him that beefy because what are these these adaptations? It's caricatures of the real person." Exactly. Right? And so and so he was he was you know in real life it's like okay he's not that muscly but that's what he was to Joe he was muscly tatted butch yeah no, you know, that's wild exactly player. what he was and so in a in Hollywood version he's. Dave Batista and just massive and overblown. And I think the great job he that does with Drax. Hilarious. Yes. I think it would be so funny. Oh, it would be hilarious. That's a really good but, one. I don't think I can come up with much of one better than that. That is great. I mean, I, I think Channing Tatum could, could also 
pull it off very much. Though. Yeah, but, but Dave Batista but, to me is just hilarious. It's overblown yes. buff, like it's just it's everything that's spot. Oh on, yeah, so no, that's what it is. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> All right, what about uh, Travis? You, you anybody for him? Okay, I realize he's probably a little too old now, and he's not anywhere near uh-huh. as big because Travis was huge. But through, you know, Hollywood magic and all that, I kind of get a Zac Efron kind of vibe. Oh, Like, he might be able to yeah. pull that off. I mean, he played Bundy. So, he can play, <laughs> he can play an idiot. I mean... <laughs> he played delusional. Why not idiot? Um... Exactly. I just think he's got the range to be able to do it. He's got the, you know, good look face and all that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I realize he's probably a little old for the role, maybe, but I don't know. I, I think it's not bad. Yeah, I think I, I think he could fit that. So just for fun, <laughs> I I think just because if you think about it in this context, I think he could fit it, maybe at least on some level. But I think Shia LaBeouf would be hysterical as Travis, that like would a, be a Fury Shia LaBeouf who hasn't showered <laughs> and is like. Just goes all in on the role. I think it'd be really, really funny. But Zach Efron, I think Zach Efron. Well, either that or Shy could be Joe's newest husband, Dylan yes. Passage. Yeah, I kind of see him more as that as Dylan. Yeah, honestly, <clears throat> honestly, but yeah. good option. I like it. So, who do you have then? Let me make sure I'm covering these. But all right, who do you have as Jeff Lowe? Jeff Lowe. I got a long list. Yeah, I. I've had a, I've went back and forth, round and round, but I'm gonna kind of go off the rail a little bit because I realized mm-hmm. who I'm about to say is you know thinner than Jeff Lowe, but I kind of like Timothy Oliphant. Okay, if you know, know who I, he is. Um, let's right, see, cool. he was Justified. I've got Google coming up. That oh, whole series, dude, dude. I have said, oh, he's. Uh, I guess I didn't put him on the list. Yeah, but no, he, I have had the same thought. Like, he yeah. could definitely play that. Oh, he could crush that role. Oh, man, he would be great. The yeah. more I, I do want yeah. to throw in. So this is another, like, already kind of looks the part. Literally, we only need, like, okay. two things sure. to make it work. Bruce Willis. Oh, yeah, Bruce Willis give would him be good. Fa- the facial yeah. hair. And the hats and and the clothes and he's in it at least from a look standpoint. I'm with you. Bruce Willis would be a good one. I like it. But I but I do like I do like uh, Timothy Oliphant. Like yeah, I think he'd be. I think he'd crush it. All right, who you have for Rick Kirkham? Rick uh, Billy Bob. Man, straight up. That's that's. It's too perfect. It's way too perfect. Chain smoking and drinking the, his oh, whole yeah. interview, cowboy oh, hat. Yeah, no, it's Billy Bob Thornton. Because <laughs> he could, he's he's a good enough actor where he could he could play in like the maybe a if you want to call it this a more serious role, but then the total comedy yeah. role he could crush oh, yeah. too. Absolutely, no, it, it, yeah, he's got it. Who do you have for? We'll get into some of the supporting uh, characters now because I think that's most of the big ones. Yeah. Who do you got for uh, John Rinky? Okay, Rinky. <sighs> See, all of these supporting characters, I had kind of forgotten what they were like. And so I tried to Google a little bit to kind of remind myself. And mm-hmm. I'm just really unclear on a lot of them where I'm wanting to go. Um, Here, let me... <sighs> Maybe this will yeah. help you out. I'm going to share yeah, a picture in the chat. A oh, geez. Hopefully, I. Um, all right. Yeah, I've got a picture. I'll just send it to you. Uh-huh. I got so but someone posted a really good cast on Reddit, uh-huh. and so I took a screenshot of it, and it doesn't have the names, but it's just the pictures, and it's good. Like a, it was a good visual yeah. prompting. Yeah. Of it. And see- so let me pull it up. Give me two seconds. What are you saying? Oh, I'm trying to think of he he played the Joker in the Dark Knight. I know he's passed away right after that, but I can't remember. Heath his Ledger. Name now. Heath Ledger. I think if Heath Ledger were mm-hmm. still alive and had a few more years of age on him, I think he really could have dominated the Rinky role. 
I realize oh, that man. he's probably too good and was too good an actor for this small role, but that was someone who popped in my head. Yeah. I mean, this is this is total like fan. This is like fantasy oh, team yeah. roster. Very you know, much. you get you get whoever yeah. you want. Who are you gonna cast? Yeah. I will say the, the the popular opinion on the internet has been like a Matthew McConaughey from like a Dallas Buyers Club. See, could, yeah, that's another could, really could good make one. that happen. That's that's another. That's a really good. I idea also thought uh, Christian Bale. Yeah, Bale could do. People that. may not be. Yeah, as long as you don't think of him any any of his roles really except like. American Psycho and Batman, like don't think of those two. Yeah. You gotta think like no, you have to think of all the other ones. Oh yeah, you, stuff like that. I think he could. Yeah, mm-hmm. he could handle that role. Mm-hmm. That's a good. Do you have one. anybody for Eric? Eric Cowie. He's the blonde hair, uh, smoking and pouring gas at the same time. <laughs> well, I see here on the picture you sent me. It looks like they have Keanu, and I honestly am okay with that. Like, I had thought about trying to figure out where Keanu Reeves could go, but that might be about the best <laughs> option for him. He could do that. I mean, he already has the weird longish hair for John Wick. He could go longer and get a wig for, to bond it out. And I think he would be really mm-hmm. funny in that role in a really odd I way. I think he would be I hilarious. Think be amazing. Yeah, no, I don't think it'd get better than that. that and do you have any other options for it? Yeah, yeah. So some other ones that came up is uh, Woody Harrelson would be funny. Um, I also think um, you Bill Hader a wig, and he'd be really funny. He'd basically be like Dave from Hot Rod, like just not care about anything. I'm just drinking a beer. I like it. Um, that would be th- those would all be good options. But yeah. I mean, like, there's the, I think that's that's about as far as it goes. There's a couple other yeah. like fringe ones. I- I yeah. really like Keanu too. When, oh, I, when yeah. I saw that, I was like, "Oh, he yeah, would be crazy." Good. That's such a good one. <laughs> Do you have anybody for Saf? Okay, Saf. Which, by the way, I don't know if you've gotten clarification. I... Saf, because I finally did. I Saf identifies as a man, but is very casual about it. He doesn't really care that everyone got the show got him wrong. His literal comment was, I, "He's like, yeah, I saw some articles and stuff," and I was like. These people are like upset for me, but I'm not even upset. Was his statement? Yeah, I, I had just saw that literally pretty much right before we got on this, and so that really threw my uh, idea right out the window. Because my initial idea was Michelle. Yeah, you can still say it when I thought she was a, when I thought she was a girl. I'm like, okay, Michelle Rodriguez. Yeah. Sure, well, I'm in for that, but. No. Saf, I mean, Saf is a girl, but yes. she just wants you to call her a dude. And so I'm like, how about we just call you Saf? Yeah. So Saf, I that was my initial idea, and it's not like Gina. Uh, it's not like she couldn't handle it anyway. I mean, she's acting, right. so I'm still gonna stick with it for now. I, I don't know. I'm fine with it. I I think uh, I, I listened to an interview and Saf mentioned like uh T- taylor lautner could fill the role i'm like yeah I'd give taylor lautner <laughs> yeah, a nub and that'd be all right work. Sure. to me though i mean it's 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 a somewhat minor character yeah yeah the whole arm got bit off thing but yeah you just need them for like four or five people. scenes at the beginning and then right after right. you realize oh this person doesn't have an arm wow mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what about josh dial his uh campaign manager um, I'm thinking another Josh, Josh Gad. Yeah, he was my top one. Him or Jonah Hill. If you're going full-fledged, yeah. I don't know, to me, if you're going full-fledged comedy, I think Jonah Hill, because I, I flash back to, like, super bad. Yeah, and, see, Jonah Hill, and apparently, like, as we've learned in the recent years, he can do either, because he's done some really yeah. good dramatic roles. So, mm-hmm. I really, Jonah Hill would probably check all the boxes, but he just strikes me as Josh Gad when I see him. Yeah, I agree. Josh Gad was definitely my, he was my top as well. Uh, What about, do I even have to ask about the former drug Lord? Oh, wow. I mean, obviously if, if we're able to go back and forth in time, then it would be, you know, prime Starface. um, 
material, but <laughs> I don't know if you can do that in this. Since so he's so much older, and you know now got so much bigger, but I mean, I yeah. still think you have to though. He just—he's Scarface. I mean, he just is. Yeah, I don't and know. You it can... just you just really play up the fact that he's retired and old, and that's all. That I mean, yeah. that's that's a, that's the way I see it. Yeah, and that's fine. So. Yeah. And once again, I'm a minor character who you could you you could thrust some newcomer in there who's this is oh, the yeah. big you break. Could, you could pick up the guy from uh, uh, Narcos Mexico, the mm-hmm. main uh, oh, yeah. cartel boss there. I think he would mm-hmm. do very good in that role. But really, I mean, it's what a, he's. It's a really minor role, and he is Scarface. So I mean, <laughs> take it how you will. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. So, who do you got for James Garretson? James Garretson. Um, trying to think of who he was. Sorry, the names. All oh, he was a slime ball jet ski. What? Jet ski guy. Jet ski oh. guy. The informant. <laughs> okay. Right. 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 Oh man! Here, don't worry. I'll I'll I'll, I'll thrust something in the chat that'll make you laugh real hard. But okay, you think about that for a second. In terms of pure lookalike, him Alex Jones could be like brothers. <laughs> they could. You're right. That's a good one. Um. Oh my goodness. Oh, I'm trying to think. Let's see. You know, I'm. Now I'm just thinking of Alex Jones. Dang it. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> most popular one I've come across is Haley Joel Osment. He was the kid in Secondhand Lions, but now he's he's grown and he's a little chubby. Oh, of course, yeah. Oh, you could go, uh, if you're just going wherever, uh, you could go Fortune Feimster, the comedian. She's a girl, Ooh. but the look is there. Well, <laughs> she looks a lot like it's the It's funny kid you the say that line. because... All grown up. <laughs> it's it's funny you say that because I one of mine is um if if you could go timeless actor or actress, yeah. I'm going uh, Kathy Bates from Waterboy. <laughs> yes. But I think my favorite has been it, it wouldn't it doesn't quite fit the look necessarily, but I think this I think if if we're going over top comedy, he would have to be in this comedy in some role. And that's Danny oh. McBride. We would have to find a role for him at some point, and this might not. This might be the one, honestly. Right. I mean, he's another one who could do a pretty. I, solid I think he could Doc very Antle. easily. Yeah, he could do a Doc Antle. He could do Joe Exotic for me. He could do yeah, James Garrison. I mean, he could do a yeah. lot of those guys. Yeah, for you'd me, find but, a spot for him. Yeah, I think I think he fits in. He fits yeah. in. So if nothing else, him. But uh, other good ones were Bobby Moynihan. Um, yeah, he's SNL a little bit alone. too goofy for me, though. Yeah, I think Jack I, I Black agree. would be funny. I think Jack Black could do it if you're going over the top comedy. See, could, and Jack Black's another one might be able to pull off Doc Antle. There's a lot of good there options is. for Doc. <laughs> there are really a lot is. of these it's comedy crazy. guys who can really just play it up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's so many. All right. Um, so, final answer on that for you? Um, final answer. I'm actually going to go. Fortune Feimster. I, I enjoy that look I like so it. much. I think it'd be hilarious. And she's really funny, so mm-hmm. sure. Let's do it. I'm with it. All right, what about our uh, alleged hitman for hire, Alan Glover, a $5,000 hitman? This is an insane-looking person. It is so difficult. <laughs> and honestly, Batista, not a bad idea. Dave Batista would be an all right oh, one yeah. for him as well. I think he could fit that bill pretty well too, especially whenever you think about the eyes of this five thousand uh-huh. hitman versus the Drax eyes. I mean, <laughs> it all kind of lines up. Um, that I'm glad you said that because I had been trying to figure out who in the world this person thing even looks like. Because how do you look like this? But Dave Batista, <laughs> I think, could go really well in that role. Um, I'm sure you have some other options though that might be a little yeah, better. Some, some other options that I really liked 
where um, this one is more of the 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 full the final form, like the the well rounded actor. But I think he could fit it. Is John Malkovich? Oh, I think, he could, I think wow. he could really like get into that character and play him really well. <laughs> but the most in terms of like comedic value, and if like honestly, if Alan Glover was someone straight out of a show, he, he is and he's anybody. He's Creed Bratton from The Office. Oh yeah, that is such a good point. Hundred percent. Yeah. If Creed, no. instead of working at a paper company, he w- becomes Jeff Lowe's right hand man. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, definitely. With all the kooky jokes and references to like Creed doing illegal eighty stuff, it's just like, dude, this is too perfect. Yeah. I always come back to the moment where he's like, he's like, yeah, he only gave me three grand, and I guess I never made it to Tampa. I mean, I guess I just. <laughs> partied it all away and ended up in South Carolina. I was like, what do you How mean you, you guess? Are you, I was like, and, and the, the, the thing that made it so shocking to me is, is he's not somebody that strikes me as clearly saying, well, like, well, I guess this happened. And they're just trying, he's just trying to like cover his tracks. No. basically. Like he's not, he's he not giving a clear statement. That at all. He, he legitimately probably doesn't have any recollection of what I happened. agree. And if he does, like, like he literally took it and was like, he had no intention of doing it, but he got <laughs> cut. He, so he just found it, found his way partying across the country. And yep, I think pretty it's hilarious. Much. And to me, that's Creed, that's Creed oh, Bratton yeah. all day. Absolutely. It is. That's but great. Another funny one. Another funny one. I literally just thought of, cause I saw him on an AMA on Reddit yesterday uh-huh. was Gary Busey. Maybe. Oh, Gary Busey. That's not just, bad. I like it. All right. He's a little he old, but in terms of like crazy eyes kookiness, yeah, he's got you covered. Oh, that's true. That is for sure. All right, we're gonna go super minor characters, and if you don't have any answers for these, I don't care at all. Okay. Um, the I call her former Doc Annel wife who lived in Iowa, and um, if you have anybody for her, Lauren Lowe, Jeff Lowe's wife, or whatever you want to call her, and then um, Don's lawyer. Which, if you don't have anybody for that for him, that's just a I've I've got a that's a funny suggestion on my part that I think you'll enjoy. So yeah, I really Do you have anybody for them? Oh, definitely not the Iowa girl or the lawyer. Mm-hmm. I don't have. I'm trying to think of Jeff Lowe's wifeish person. She's a little redhead. Yeah, um, basically I'm she's just like think a of cute, who, like what her name something. is. Yeah, oh, Lauren yeah. Lauren Lowe. Um, you could go. If you're going for comedy, um, I can't remember her name. Kimmy Schmidt, uh, also on Aaron oh, from The Office. Yeah. I can't oh, remember she her name. So now, funny. But... I don't know her name at all. But yeah, I know. I but know if you're going for comedy, I think, I, I think she could crush that. <laughs> but I, otherwise, really I really funny. don't have much on any of those three. Sadly. Well, uh, don't worry about it. Like I said, these relope don't matter at all. Just the, the Don's lawyer one, um, like I mentioned before we started recording, is it's one of those, like, I think this guy would need to be in it in some yeah, capacity. Probably. I think he could fit right here just fine. Danny DeVito. <laughs> just throw Danny DeVito. <laughs> he's the lawyer, and he's just going off, like, what I don't even know <laughs> like it i actually I mean, let me let me see if i can find this picture i don't know if it was on reddit or twitter but i saw a picture where someone literally just showed different versions of danny devito for yeah. like all the main characters in tiger king and it fit too perfectly um oh, i hope i can find it and but... you know i just thought of one other one for rick that would just mm-hmm. kind of be fun especially since he's not in it that much and he i realize this actor's too old now but christopher walken I think could really give you that quite a bit. That would be enjoyable. Oh, that would be, that would be really good. I like that. Yes. Christopher Walken. I'm with it. Let me see if I, Oh man, that bookmark it. Please tell me a bookmark it. Maybe I sent it to somebody. Oh no. I don't know if I'm going to be able to find it. I'm sure I eventually will. And I'll send it to you, but it was really funny. It was just Danny DeVito in like all seven roles. Oh gosh! <clears throat> it was like him with white hair. Him from like <laughs> yeah, I don't know where I saw That's it. Funny. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Well, I think that wraps up our cast. Do you have any kind of closing thoughts and on your take on the show and or or anything at all? You know. I honestly think just about all the thoughts of Tiger King 
have already came out. I I can't figure that anyone's going to have some new crazy revelation type thinking where everyone else is like, you know what? I never thought of. No, I don't know. I don't believe that at all. I think we all know what this is now. It's insane. It's crazy. But that's just what it is. And we all just have to live with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is definitely it. The phrase everyone's throwing around and it's perfect is this is where reality is stranger than fiction. Like truth yeah. is stranger than fiction in this Absolutely. series in every way. Absolutely. I think the biggest lesson for me is like, I, I don't trust anything that comes out of any of these people's mouths. Like Joe, no. Carol, Doc, Jeff, you can't. anybody except those people who are like, I don't care about any of these people. I just care about the tigers. I'm like, okay, True. that's fair. You gotta care. You gotta everyone else them a little more. Yeah, I'm with you. Everyone else, I don't trust you as all at all. So, yeah. All right. Well, thanks for uh, coming on for this. Oh, episode. thanks for having and me on. Thanks for giving your your thoughts on Tiger Absolutely. King. I don't know if your wife had any thoughts or any thoughts to throw your way by you know transitive property to <laughs> she she had any specific thoughts or if there was anything that uh, she could add, but. <clears throat> Yeah, honestly, we were pretty aligned on most of it. Just how uncomfortable That's fair. everything made her. I mean, this is That's all totally insane. Fair. Um, you know her. She something gets weird. She oh, gets yeah. uncomfortable quick, and this was and seven hours of weird, <laughs> of extremely weird. Well, yeah. anyways, thanks, thanks for your awesome input. It was definitely yeah. um, I, the reason why I want to do this is because I was like, I know people like not everyone's on the exact same page, and you provided some good, you know different input from what slightly different from what what i've heard in my other interviews so yeah. to those listening obviously if you want to chime in if you if you want to give your input on tiger king just reach out to me at the rambling viking at gmail.com or you can just send me an email with your thoughts or celebrity cast on tiger king um, i want to thank you again for listening be sure to share this around so maybe we can get a bigger conversation going but anyways uh thanks for being on connor thanks everyone for listening hope you enjoyed it and uh hope you look Look forward to the next episode. Thanks.